Welcome to Beijing's Daily News. We'll be covering stablecoin being crypto's killer use case, bet to play, and the Shanghai upgrade's effects on liquid staking derivatives. Let's get to it. On February the 5th, Circle member Patrick Hansen shared his views on stablecoins on Twitter. The following are his main points. Stablecoins are undeniably crypto's killer use case at the moment and going to mainstream faster than any other application. Total value settled with stablecoins is rising in the bear market, reaching over 7 trillion in 2022. In comparison, Mastercard processed 2.2 trillion in value in 2022. USDC volume and weekly active wallets are both going up in spite of the bear market. The relative share of stablecoin market cap in Ethereum, for example, versus DeFi market cap is growing significantly. The absolute stablecoin market cap only fell by 5.7% visibly uncorrelated to DeFi TVL. Payment stablecoins like USDC, only backed by cash and cash equivalents, are uncorrelated to the price of Bitcoin or the trading volumes in associated trading pairs. About 15% of USDC transactions are wallet-to-wallet transfers, which is relatively high compared to the 2% for non-financialized transfers observed in traditional payment systems. Stablecoins are the de facto working capital in DeFi. In the second half of 2022, around 45% of the liquidity in decentralized exchanges was provided by stablecoins. DeFi and payment stablecoins can bring their FX costs by up to 80%, saving unbanked and underbanked individuals $30 billion per year. In some, particularly inflation-affected parts of the world, more than one-third of the population has already done an everyday purchase with a stablecoin. For international teams in Web3, Already a majority of companies surveyed offer USDC or other stablecoins as a primary form of compensation for all employees. 83% of merchants are prioritizing stablecoins payments, which promise to save them a lot of money. Literally, all global payment service providers, including Visa, Mastercard, Checkout.com, Played, Stripe, Worldcom, Farm, FIS, etc. are investing into stablecoins such as USDC, payment and settlement solutions. Increasingly, payment stablecoins are adopted for corruption-resistant, instant, and low-cost financial aid programs in war and conflict-affected regions like Ukraine. Stablecoins offering 24-7 instant settlement on a credibly neutral, shared global ledger will become a core part of the global payment infrastructure over the coming decade. The benefits are obvious. The data speaks for itself. Stablecoins are about to go mainstream. Misari published a research report titled Bet to Play, The Real 10x Paradigm Shift in Crypto Gaming. The main contents of the report are as follows. Play to Own has gained increasing consensus as the best crypto gaming model. It replaces the pyramid scheme economics of its predecessor, Play to Own, with fairer economics centered around the issuance of free NFTs. Play to Own is a step in the right direction, but an insufficient one. While play-to-earn hits on user ownership of assets, creators, IP rights, and increased economic sustainability, these features do not differentiate enough from traditional games to significantly change to gaming behavior. While content creators will certainly appreciate Web3's significantly lower middleman take rates, it won't matter if the gamers are not there to consume the content. As it stands, the core selling point of play-to-earn for gamers is the idea of true ownership of in-game assets. We argue that most games view true ownership as more of a novelty than a forcing function for change. Without such forcing functions, crypto gaming will not succeed in reaching the lofty aspirations envisioned by those investing capital and time into the sector. 
However, a new model has the potential to combine with play to own to turn crypto gaming's lofty aspiration into money printing realities. Some call it risk to play, others have called it kill to earn. We came up with a more generalizable name. This model, which could revolutionize gaming for players and developers alike for years to come, is called bet to play. As the name indicates, bet to play allows multiplayer games to bet on themselves against other gamers. Projects utilize crypto payment rails and smart contract logic to automatically pay out winners and losers down to the second. This simple but novel feature may supercharge play to own and by extension crypto gaming as a whole by tapping into existing trends in the gaming and gambling markets. The reward for outside success in crypto gaming is measured with bees. Better Play offers one means to create and capture billions in value without relying on speculative trading of in-game assets. BR Infinite stands as the most notable crypto-native game running the Bet2Play model. The successful KC's BR1 and follow-on adopters capitalize on the high-growth gaming, sports betting, and online gambling markets all at once, supercharging developer revenue beyond anything crypto gaming, not to mention crypto at large, has ever seen. The Thai released a research report titled Shanghai Effects on Liquid Staking Derivatives. Ethereum's next hard fork, Shanghai, is anticipated in the late first quarter or early second quarter of 2022. Although several Ethereum improvement proposals were initially considered for integration, including numerous EVM object format upgrades and ERP4844, these proposals were deferred until the subsequent hard fork, Cancun. At the present, the Shanghai hard fork will be composed solely of ERP4895, which pertains to beacon chain withdrawals. Beacon Chain Withdrawals completes the three-part process of Ethereum's transition to a proof-of-stake consensus mechanism. December 1st, 2020, the Beacon Chain launches, running alongside Ethereum's proof-of-work system. February 15th, 2022, the execution and consensus layers are merged, and the blocks begin to be validated under Ethereum's new proof-of-stake system. In Q1 or Q2 of 2023, withdrawals will be enabled, allowing validators to queue up to exit their stake, the last stage in Ethereum's transition. Currently, all staking revenue is theoretically yield. It cannot be realized. Risk-averse players, including those with large amounts of capital, are likely to hesitate to stake significant portions of the ETH without a way to realize their gains. The availability of withdrawals is anticipated to address this issue and incentivize greater participation in staking. A full two years after launch, less than 14% of ETH has been deposited onto the Beacon chain, compared to Binance Smart Chain with 97% of their native token, Cardano with 72%, Solana with 71%, and Avalanche with 63%. Because ETH has more utility, evidenced by Ethereum's significant block space demand and protocol fees, we don't expect the percentage of stake to reach similar levels as alternate L1s. However, some significant increase should be expected. To continue hearing more, please subscribe to bishingventures.substack.com for daily newsletter and follow Twitter account Bishing Ventures to hear the rest. This is Celine from Bishing Ventures. Thank you for listening and we will see you tomorrow.